0: How do you intend to make your own way in this world? Do you also aspire to be great or nothing? Episode 1 Here on Encounters The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman it is very seldom that mere ordinary people like John and Jane secure ancestral holes for the summer. A colonial mansion, a hereditary state, I would say a haunted mansion and reach the height of romantic felicity. But that would be asking too much of fate. Still, Jane proudly declare that there is something queer about it. Else why should it be let so cheaply and why have stood so long and tenanted
1: what do you think lovely isn't it plenty of space there's some big windows for you to gaze out of the wallpaper is a bit garish, but otherwise lovely. Big. What's that?
2: It feels too big for us. It's a mansion. There's history here, behind the walls.
1: Darling, honestly, don't trouble yourself with that tosh. It's been empty for years. In your state, you can't an enough. You need to rest, darling.
0: John laughed at his wife, of course, but one that in marriage. John is practical in the extreme. He has no patience with faith, an intense horror of superstition, and scoffs openly at any talk of things not to be felt and seen and put down in figures. John is a physician, and he doesn't believe that Jane is sick. Confident, she is alone. Jane finds a notebook and a pen. She sits on the bed.
2: You see, he, he does not believe I am sick. And what can one do? If a a physician of high standing and one's own husband assures friends and relatives that there is really nothing the matter with one but temporary nervous depression, a slight hysterical tendency, what is one to do? My brother is also a physician and also of high standing and he says the same thing. So I take phosphates or phosphates, which, whichever it is, and tonics and journeys and air and exercise. And I'm absolutely forbidden to work until I am well again. Personally, I disagree with their ideas. Personally, I believe that congenial work with excitement and change would do me good. But then again, I am a mere woman. What could I know?
0: Jane hears a sound coming up the stairs. She sneaks the notebook under her pillow. But forgets the pen, John enters the room.
1: Darling?
2: I was... Just doing nothing as he ordered. He walks over skeptical. He
0: picks the pen up from the bed.
1: What's this, my little goose? You're being naughty. You need to rest. No writing, no thinking, no anything. Until you're all better.
2: Sorry, you know how I am. Can't control myself. And I wasn't writing, I was just holding it. I have an odd attachment to the thing.
1: I will never fully understand your race.
0: He lives sitting on her bed. Somebody is approaching and Jane hides the book. Jenny enters.
2: Oh hello, Jenny. She begins to clean. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm just, uh, well, you know how it is. You're a woman. We talk about our lives and then I'm here with nobody to talk to and nothing to do. Jen's so busy.
3: A good doctor does a lot for his community. You
2: should
4: be very proud of the work he's doing. Of
2: of course I'm proud, but I can be proud of my husband and lonely over him too. Uh, Anyway, uh, sorry about all the chatter. I've never seen wallpaper quite as awful, you know. It's dull. And at the same time, I'm bored enough and it's detailed enough that I keep finding myself looking over it.
0: Jane walks to the wallpaper and runs her hand over it, almost longingly. She gestures out vaguely. Jenny leaves. Jane finds her notebook from the bed and begins to pace again, writing as she speaks.
2: The color is repellent, almost revolting. Look at that bloody shade of yellow. No wonder the children hated it. I'll hate it myself if I'm stuck here long.
1: Darling?
0: Jane throws the notebook and it lands out of sight on the other end of the bed.
1: Darling? Are you you quite alright? You seem upset. What's the matter?
2: No, nothing's the matter. That's a pretty thing you've got.
1: Uh, I brought it from the garden. For you. They're blooming.
2: It's beautiful. We have such a lovely garden. I do wish we could take the downstairs bedroom with the windows that open into the roses and...
1: No. But... It only has a single bed and there's no other room for me nearby. Besides, you know... I can indulge you. It's no good for hysterical women to get what they want. First, we'll let you change bedrooms, and who knows where it will end? You'll do something silly, like returning to work.
2: I only wish. I'm sorry.
1: You need to rest now, little goose.
0: Jane paces about the room. The wallpaper
2: woman in time with her. This wallpaper, this wallpaper, this endlessly fascinating wallpaper has a kind of sub pattern in a different shade, a particularly irritating one, for you can only see it in certain lights and and not clearly then, but in the places where it hasn't faded, where the sun is just so. I can see a strange, provoking, formless sort of figure that seems to skulk about behind that silly and conspicuous front design. I will follow the pointless pattern to some sort of a conclusion. And I know a little of the principle of design, and and I know this thing was not arranged on any laws of radiation, or alternation, or repetition, or symmetry, or anything else that I ever heard of. It makes me ever so tired to follow it. But what else is there to do in here?
0: Jane sinks down onto the bed and the figure slings away. John entered with Mary.
1: Darling, we have a visitor. You remember Mary?
2: Of course. How how do you do?
1: She's come up to help with the baby. Such a little thing, isn't it? Hey? What? The baby. Are you alright? My little goose? You seem plush. I
2: yeah, yes, I'm sorry. I am fine. I've just been sitting quietly. I've been I've been looking at the wallpaper.
1: We we'll leave you alone now, darling. You need to rest.
0: Jane is staring listlessly at the ceiling.
5: Mary enters. The baby is awake. Did you want to come down and see him? I could bring up here if you
2: like. Sitting bolt upright. No, no, I don't want to see the baby. Do make me look at it.
5: I've been here two weeks, and you haven't nursed him once.
2: I, I, I cannot be with him. He makes me so nervous. You know I'm not well. I'm sure John's told you all about it just as he's told me. A mother should be with her child.
5: Maybe that's why your sickness is prolonging itself. It's not natural. Do you know more than John? I'll put this up to your illness, I think. Goodbye. Goodbye.
2: I meant to be such a help to John such a real rest and comfort and here I am a comparative burden already nobody would believe what an effort it is to do with little I am able to dress and entertain and order things I get unreasonably angry with John sometimes I'm sure I never used to be so sensitive I think it is due to this nervous condition but John says, if I feel so, I shall neglect proper self-control. So I take pains to control myself before him at least. And that makes me very tired.
0: As she speaks, she stops writing and addresses her open book. This is the beginning of her creative stagnation.
2: I don't feel as if it was worthwhile to turn my hand over for anything, and I'm getting dreadfully fretful and curious. Th- there is nothing in me, nothing at all. I cannot create because I have not subsumed. I cry often, most of all at nothing. Yeah. I am ruined, pale version of what I was before I came here. Of course, I wouldn't. There, bring it up with john he's the expert after all and what he says goes i cry only when i am alone only i am alone a good deal just now
0: she pauses wipes her tears her head snap us as she noticed john
2: didn't hear you i was just doing a bit of thinking aloud is all
1: You're not well. You're not well at all.
2: Oh, no, really. I think I'm getting better, much better, better enough to go home soon.
1: My darling, there's no need to be brave. You can talk to me, but you do worry me so, I think. I think if you aren't better by August, I shall... Have to send you to Dr. Mitchell. No! He's the best in the country with nervous disorders and... I said no! But darling...
2: He's just like father and you. Another doctor. If I hear another expert opinion, I think I may just burst. None of you are helping. None of you are fit to help me and none of you...
1: None of you of what? None of you of what, darling? Understand? Oh... My darling, I do understand. It's just a nervous depression. Everybody gets them. I'm sorry. No, my little goose. No, no, no. It's alright. It's just your hysteria. Come on. Come and sit down. Nice and quiet and still.
0: She sits down on the bed. John takes her by the hand, opens her hand, places pills into her palm and closes her fingers around it.
1: Shh, darling. It's all right. It's all right. Try to sleep.
0: He strokes her hair and hums to her. Jane stares straight ahead, unaware. Jane is alone in the room, facing as she reads from Jane Eyre. Jenny appears.
2: Jenny! Oh, dear Jenny. It is so good to see you. I've been getting so tremendously bored here. Are you well today? That's not a book in your hands, is it? Okay, okay. I've been reading a little. Just don't tell John, alright? It's just a small idle task. Fine. What were you reading? Jane Eyre. Just... Up to the part where we learn about Rochester's wife, she was mad, so they locked her up for decades until she set a building on fire and jumped off of it.
3: Bruce anyway, how are you feeling?
2: I don't feel very well at all. John says I am ill. We came here for me to rest and recover, but I do not feel as though I am recovering at all. If anything, I'm only getting worse. I think sometimes that if I were only good enough to write a little, it would relieve the press of ideas and rest me. It is so discouraging, honestly, not having anyone around. When I get really well, John says we will ask Cousin Henry and Julia down for a long visit but he says he would as soon put fireworks in my pillowcase as to let me have those stimulating people about now. I wish I could get well faster, but I'm not thinking about it or anything at all for that matter.
0: She pauses, distracted by the wallpaper.
2: This paper looks to me as if it knew what a vicious influence it had. There is a recurrent spot where the pattern lulls like a broken neck and two bulbous eyes stare at you upside down. I get positively angry with the impertinence of it and its infinity up and down and sideways their crawl and those absurd unblinking eyes are everywhere. There is one place where two breaths didn't match and the eyes go All up and down the line, one a little higher than the other. I never saw so much expression in an an inanimate thing before, and we all know how much expression they have. I used to lie awake as a child and get more entertainment and terror out of blank walls and plain furniture than most children could find in a toy store. I remember what a kindly wink the noobs of our big old bureau used to have, and that. There was one chair that always seemed like a strong friend. I used to feel that if any of the other things looked too fierce, I could always hop into the chair and...
0: Jane looks around for Jenny, but she's gone.
2: And be safe.
0: Jane and John are in bed. He is asleep. She is awake. The woman slowly enters the wallpaper and starts pacing. Jane sees her and sits up.
2: It's been a while. I don't even know who you are. You don't even speak, but I feel understood when you're around.
1: Darling.
0: Jane looks around and the woman flees. What is it? Jane glances back at the woman, but she's gone.
2: I... I I couldn't sleep.
1: What is it, little girl? Don't go walking about like that. You'll get a cold.
2: John, I... I don't think it's doing me good, being here, resting every day. I, I... I wanna go home. I need to go home. We... we need to get out of here.
1: Why, darling? Our list will be up in three weeks, and I can see how to live before. The repairs are not done at home, and I cannot possibly leave town just now. Of course, if you were in any danger, I couldn't would. But you really are better, dear, whether you can see it or not. I am a doctor, dear, and I know. You are gaining flesh and color. Your appetite is better. I feel really much easier about you.
2: I don't weigh a bit more, nor as much, and my appetite may be better in the evening when you are here, but it is worse in the morning when you are away.
1: Bless her, little heart. She shall be as sick as she pleases. But now, let's improve the shining hours by going to sleep and talk about it in the morning.
2: And you won't go away?
1: Why? How can I, dear? It is only three weeks more. And then we will take a nice trip of a few days while Jenny is getting the house ready. Really? Dear, you are better.
2: Better in body, perhaps.
1: My darling, I beg you for my sake and for outside's sake, as well as for your own, that you will never for one instant let that idea enter your mind. There is nothing so dangerous, so fascinating to a temperament like yours. It is a post and foolish fantasy. Can you not trust me as a physician when I tell you so?
2: I'm sorry. Forget I said anything.
1: Please, darling. You must get better. If not for our sake, for our child. Don't consider this foolish fantasy. What you have is nervous hysteria. It's not madness. Have another of these tablets. They help with neurasthenia.
2: I don't want to. They make me feel so utterly empty.
1: Empty is quiet. Quiet is what you need right now.
0: Jane hesitates and then takes the pill. They both lie down.
1: Good night, little use.
0: Pill container open next to her. She lazily raises her hand and touches the bed head. She moves her hand about it before standing to inspect it.
2: Mm. Bite marks.
0: She looks about the room as if looking for the perpetrator. She stares at the wallpaper as if in a trance.
2: It's as good as gymnastics following that pattern. That Over there, it looks like a broken neck. And that one? I saw something in you last night. Someone. I wonder if she wants to be free.
0: Jane touches the wallpaper before turning putting her back to it. She breathes in and out deeply. She hugs herself.
2: It's been a long time since I haven't felt lonely, I think. A long, long time. I know it's only been a few weeks, but already I feel like it's been years. She
0: steps away but hesitantly. She retrieves her notebook from under the bed, which she sits on. She ponders the pen, turning it her hand, but unable to write.
2: I'm so tired. I need relief, but to get relief, I need to exert effort. And I'm all out of that. I'm afraid the cost is greater than the reward.
0: She put down the pen.
2: I'm not going to lose my strength. John keeps telling me how important my strength is. And that I should be drinking nerve tonic or wine or ale whatever will get me good and quiet
0: she stares at the ceiling
2: sometimes I wonder whether I'm sick really sick or whether I'm just tired but John says he says this is the best cure for a woman like myself the rules are simple In theory, live as domestic a life as possible. Lie down an hour after each meal. Don't read and never touch a pen, brush, or pencil as long as I live. But doing nothing is the most exhausting thing I've ever done. I want to go home.
0: Jane begins to circle the room.
2: I think he'd be better off hiring a locksmith to warp my mouth. Oh, don't talk like that. No, I think a butcher would be better. He could cut out my tongue. There I go again. I really do love him. He keeps me safe and secure and looked after. Safe from what? Well, myself, I suppose.
0: Mary enters. Jane jumps, started.
5: Hello. What is this?
0: Jane tries to hide the notebook but is too slow. Mary snatches it and holds it as though it were a dangerous spider.
5: Writing. Only, only a little and not for weeks. No wonder you're so weak and tired. You should be resting. And instead, you pour all your energy into this. You should be with your son. You should be
2: nurturing him.
5: As a mother
2: should. I'm ever so sorry. Please, Mary, give it back. It helps me so much to be able to write what I'm feeling. Helps you? Help
5: you? Writing is what's landed you here in the first place. Holding a pen gripping it tightly, ejaculating your thoughts onto paper. Who asked you? Who, in the history of the world, asked Jan's nervous, reek of a wife what she thinks? It's totally absurd. You don't know what you're talking about. Jan has told you to get rest. This is what's been making you ill. Jane is
0: silent. She starts to cry. Mary leaves. Jane weeps on the floor. Shakily, she takes a pill. Jane is standing next to the wallpaper. She hears Jan's voice on the stairs and hides under the bed. John enters.
1: Little goose? Where is she?
0: John unplussed by his wife's disappearance. John crosses the room and begins to rifle through the drawers. He looks underneath and behind the drawers and finds Jane Tash books. He exits. Jane crawls out from under the bed. Jane returns to the wallpaper and traces it with her hands.
1: The
2: wall smells, did you know? It grips all over the house. It gets into my hair. If I turn my head suddenly and surprise it, there is that smell. Such a peculiar odor too. I have spent hours trying to analyze it to find what it smelled like. It is not bad at first and very gentle, but quite the subtlest most enduring odor I ever met. In this damp weather, it is awful. I wake up in the night and find it hanging over me. It used to disturb me at first. I thought of seriously burning the house to reach the smell, but now I am used to it. The only thing I can think of is that it is like the color of the paper. A yellow smell. Does it bother you stuck in there?
0: Jenny enters. She begins to clean, singing to herself. As she does so, she approaches the paper and touches it hesitantly. Jane joins in on the last note and Jenny jumps. Oh,
3: I didn't see you there. You almost look as though you blended in the wall. You gave
2: me quite the turn. I didn't mean to. That's quite all right. Are you all right, my dear? What are you doing with the paper? I uh, I was just.
3: The paper stains everything it touches. Merle has been finding yellow stains on your clothes. I wish you'd been more careful.
2: Yellow stains. A likely story. I beg your pardon? Nobody shall see it but myself. Uh, I'm sorry? The pattern. I will work it out. I will see to it to a conclusion. I will see what it's hiding. I must be the one to do that. Oh my goodness. Sit
3: down here. Are you
2: alright? Am I alright? The truth is, I'm getting a little afraid of John. He's been acting. So peculiar. I don't trust him anymore. He's just concerned about you. He loves you so much. He's trying to take me away. Didn't you want to leave? Not now. Not to Dr. Michelle. It is horrible thanks to women who won't be quiet. And my work's not done here. And it won't be. Not until she's free.
3: You do worry me. You're not alright. Not at all.
0: Jenny leaves.
3: So they
2: keep telling me. I feel like I'm tithering on the press bias. I mean the trial of madness one moment, but I have absolute clarity the next. Such a shame then that the only judge who can distinguish between the two is my husband.
0: She turns to the wallpaper. Jane reaches
2: through the wall. I see you all the time trying to climb through this pattern. Shaking the bars when you think we don't see. But nobody could climb through that pattern. It strangles so. I think that is why it has so many heads. They get through and then the pattern strangles them off and turns them upside down. And makes their eyes white. If those heads were covered or taken off, it would not
0: be half so bad. Morning, John doing up his tie.
1: I shall be gone until quite late tonight, darling. Do make sure you're looking after yourself. Mary will give you your tonics and cod liver oil. And make sure you lie down for an hour every meal, okay?
2: It's quite all right. I'm well used to you living.
1: You know, I wish I didn't have to.
2: (laughs) Yes, but the doctor must answer the call to help the sick. And the sick at home can help themselves. Physician's wife, heal thyself.
1: You really are looking better.
2: I feel better.
0: John kisses her on the head.
1: I really am sorry about the books. I know how much you love to read, but it is for your own good. The treatment cannot continue any other way. Besides, they are a corrupting influence. Promise me you won't be angry with me. You're my comfort. My darling, you're all I have.
0: John kisses her on the head. I love you. I know you do. You'll be late.
5: Jan, exit.
2: Life is so much more exciting now. I feel as though I had a secret to protect. There are things in that paper that nobody will ever know but me. I've never thought of it before. But it's lucky John placed me in the nursery instead of downstairs. I can tolerate these walls far better than the child can. Behind the outside pattern, the dim shape gets clearer every day. It's a woman, stooping, creeping. By daylight, she is subdued, but I can see her. I can see her creeping outside my windows. It is the same woman I know, for she is always creeping, and most women do not creep by daylight. I see her on that long road under the trees, creeping along. I see her when the carriage comes and she hides under the blackberry vines. I do not blame her for a bit. It must be quite humiliating to be caught creeping by daylight. I always lock the door when I creep with daylight. I can do it at night, for I know John would suspect something at once. And John is so queer now that I don't want to irritate him. I wish he would take another room. Besides, I don't want anybody to get that woman out at night but myself. I often wonder if I could see her out of all the windows at once. But turn as fast as I can. I can only see out of one at a time. And though I always see her, she may be able to creep faster than I can turn. I have watched her sometimes away off in the open country, creeping as fast as the clouds shadowing the night. If only the tap pattern could be gotten off from the under one, I mean to try it little by little. I have found out another funny thing, but I shouldn't tell it this time. It does not do to trust people too much. There are only two more days to get this paper off, and I believe Jane is beginning to notice. I don't like the look in his eyes. Jane faces. We don't have much time.
0: Jenny enters with pills.
2: I brought you your... Oh, what's happened here? I did it out of pure spite of this gaudy, vicious, throttling, bloody
3: wallpaper. (laughs) Ha, I wouldn't mind doing it myself. Ugly thing. But you must not get tired.
2: You've betrayed yourself. I'm sorry. Nobody touches this wallpaper but me. Not alive. I am the only one who will reveal its secrets. I think you'd better come downstairs. Leave me be. The room is so empty and quiet and clean now. I will sleep all I can.
0: Jenny leaves.
2: Deception and deception. I have no plans to sleep. All of this rest, this sitting and napping and idleness. There was no rest. There was no sleep for me, only isolation. Are you happy, darling? Is your little goose well-rested from the hysteria of her impure writer's soul?
0: Jane pulls a key from a drawer. She locks the door. Jane throws the key out the window.
1: I came as soon as I could. What have you done?
2: It's no use, young man. You can't open it.
1: Darling? Oh God, little goose. What have you done?
2: All I've done is what your sister has done, as well as any sane woman before me. I've acclimatized, dear. I've grown to love my chains. Leave me alone here to die. Only corpses are as quiet as you You want me to be. You can stuff me and then I'll be your little goose.
0: John kicked the door down.
2: It would be such a shame to break down the beautiful door.
1: An axe? Give me an axe, darling. Please, let me in. Don't hurt yourself. Don't be silly.
2: Please. John, dear. The key is down the front steps under a plantain leaf.
1: Open the door, my darling.
2: I can't. The key is down by the front door, under a
3: plantain leaf.
0: Silence as Jan goes to get the key. Jane swallows more pills. Jan enters.
1: What is the matter? For God's sake, what are you doing?
2: I've got out at last, in spite of you and Jenny, and I've pulled off most of the paper. So, you can put me back.
0: Jan faint.
4: So, a while ago, we've heard the presentation of the short story of this wallpaper. And now we're going to do an analysis and understanding the synthesis of this story. Um, before anything else, we would like To know more about the author, uh, which is Charlotte Perkins Gilman. According to here, uh, she was known as a noted writer, lecturer, economist, and theorist who fought for women's domestic rights and women's suffrage in the early 1900s. Um, According to history, the women's rights movement from 1848 ranges from 1848 to 1917. It is the fight for women's suffrage in the United States and it's begun with on 19 on mid-19th century. This reform effort encompasses a broad spectrum of goals before its leaders decided to focus first on securing the vote for women. Aside from that, the women also work for broad economic and political equality and for social reforms by 1896 and, and, and by 1896 women had gained the right to vote in four states in the United States um, the hell paper um, draws from the experiences that Tillman herself faced um, it is, but it is a fiction rather than an entirely true story but like the narrator Gilman in the story Gilman was forced also to live an extremely sad life during this time and was not allowed to do anything for herself just like Jane in the story Gilman after the birth of her first child suffers from postpartum depression but we all know way back then it was considered as hysteria having that she was relocated to California in 1888 and divorced her first husband, Charles Walter Stretzson, in 1894. She married her second husband, George Houghton Gilman, in 1900s. Um, in her autobiography, the Lay- In the Living of Charlotte Perkins Gilman, um, Gilman describes the debilitating experience of undergoing the prescribed Breast cure for nervous prostration after the birth of her child. Um, she fictionalized, fictionalized this experience in her most famous short story, which is this, the yellow wallpaper. Um, she also spent her life by being an advocate, but despairingly, Gilman was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1932, and she died in 1925. The yellow paper itself is published in 1892 in the New England magazine. It is a classic story written by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. Um, It is often cited as an early feminist piece. Uh, This short story shows involvement in social issues that results conflicting opinions as a that results from picking opinions such as the role of women, their mental health, and their individual sense of identity. The subjugation towards women is portrayed in Jane's character in how her husband treats her as she undergoes a deterioration in her mental health. It particularly points out the still ongoing stereotype towards women's mentality or being hysterical for this matter. These issues are implied through the themes and symbolisms in the story, as well as the title itself. Um, moving forward, I just want to share a brief recap to the story. So, the story is, in the first person perspective, it's about Jane, which was taken away to a country house or a mansion, perhaps, to be rehabilitated. Her husband, John, which was identified as a physician, keeps on telling her that she needs to stop doing things such as fighting and reading because this may cause greater stress in her and that also may lead her anxiety. Um, in the story, her case is, con- is known as temporary nervous depression or a slightly hysterical tendency, but it was also in- indicated in the text that John didn't take it seriously. Um, the wallpaper has a strange and unsettling pattern. You know, the the wallpaper in her room, and Jane begins to focus heavily on the wallpaper each day, hating the color and becoming angry at the pattern. Uh, um, so that is that's it for the brief descriptions of about the author and the story itself. So now we'll proceed to the 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 representation of the figure behind the wallpaper and the narrative conflict such as the position and psychological struggle of the character which will be discussed by Mara so that's it and thank you so
3: thank you both for your uh, discussion now I will be sharing about the um, what I um, what I see from the from the story and what I read the the representation of the figure behind the wallpaper um, from the character's um, point of view Jane um, she is seeing herself um, as the woman as the woman behind the wallpaper because um as we can see the wallpaper is decoration um in a in a house and that is that represents her role in their marriage with her husband Parang, um nakikita siya as design um nandun din yung pagiging, um, um, yung dom- yung pagiging domestic like um woman ay para lamang sa uh, bahay and she is treated weak by her husband Parang lang siya. and it leads to the conflict in the narrative of the story which is um, the role of women in marriage or the role of Jane in their marriage um, like what I said um, women are recognized as weak and it, lead, it leads them to think that they are really um the tendency the, the tendency is to to be defined by by other people dahil um nakita na nakita na yung, has, yung husband niya na may pinagdadaanan siya about sa um, mental health issues and ang naging solution lang ng husband niya is magpahinga siya uh, matulog lang siya ganun, na in fact ang kailangan ni Jane is someone to talk to um, someone na ako, kung ano yung niya pero instead um end up lang siya na naggising sa gabi at nakatitig lang din sa sa wallpaper um, maybe because um syempre asawa ni asawa yun ni Jane so she trusted him na, na um, ang gusto niya ay mapap- mapabuti lang yung lagay niya. But there is a part where John look, looks like if, um, the care is not genuine. Parang it's not out of love. Pero dahil lang gusto niyang bumalik sa sarili si Jamie. Dahil nakikita na nga na ang role ng isang asawa ay um, magsilbi o maging, maging nanay ng hindi niya hindi niya nakuha ito parang easy way parang parang, parang hindi ni look out for look out naman siya for Jay, pero parang not genuine and um, the character also struggled with her with her identity. Dahil ang um, nasabi din sa story na um, she, want, she wants to write or she's writing in her journals pero um hindi siya pinapayagan ng asawa niya. And dito makikita na naman natin yung role, yung role niya sa marriage nila na kailangan niya pa, ng, kailangan niya pa ng approval ng asawa niya um para sa mga bagay na gusto niyang gawin parang um, hindi siya mag, siyang sariling way of co- of copay. Parang, kahit yung sa sarili niyang problem, kung paano niyang gusto i-deal, involve pa rin yung asawa niya. So, nandun pa rin yung um, superiority and yung pagiging suppressed ni ni Jane as a wife, as a woman in a house. Too. So, ayun. That's all. So, um, for the next, um, Please
6: take over, Eman. Now we will proceed to spaces and women. Confinement rooms and walls. So as we have uh, observed in the story, or as we have w- witnessed in the story, the people around Jane have been indifferent with her condition. They downflow they downplay the value and overlook the realities that she experienced in addition to that to worsen the predicament that she is currently dealing with the treatment that is advised of her by her husband which is a physician is not doing any good for her in fact it is making her condition worse if only we if only her will would be done, she does not want the chemical medications and the restrictive activities that make her even more depressed, to not be confined, and to achieve or to do what she truly wants, to connect with other people and become productive. But nonetheless, she opts not to oppose her husband, while trying to convince herself that John is a real is a reliable man and he is doing only what he knows that could make her feel better but her intuition keeps on manifesting doubts on how jan attends to her to her as a spouse jane has an odd relationship with rooms and the same goes with her husband it seems that just like the relationship that she has with her husband the rooms have more control than her in terms of making decisions in her life or having the autonomy to, to move, having more control on what to do and when to where to move. It somehow limits her ability to do things or to be mobile or do move move from one place to another. She, she, she has no. Uh, control or if even though she has if she has control she chooses to obey the only difference between jane's relationship with rooms and her husband is that she notices every object and part of the room every corner every window the wall even the smallest of details she can easily state what she likes or dislikes about a room a certain room or even if she or even if she likes the whole room or dislikes the whole room. In fact, she does not even like the room that her and John currently occupy in the house. She wants the room downstairs, which opened across the piazza, and has roses on the windows. But John does not agree to allow her occupy that room, for the reason that there would not be enough windows to accommodate for two beds, or another window near, or another room that will be adjacent to her room, in case John wants to take another room. The difference difference between Jane's relationship with rooms and her husband is that she notices the nuisances that exist within the rooms, while on the other hand, she does not see how being tolerant to John, having, having the last words, and being... The one who always takes over does more harm to her or even if she sees the lapses the lapses that John bears, she resorts to turning a blind eye and being naive. she reasons out that John is only doing what he thinks is best for her and makes it and doing this makes her feel guilty to think that to think of John's faults and the guilt that she feels she when she doubts John only accounts to the worsening of her deteriorating and exhausting state. Her relationship with the room that had the yellow wallpaper was a was very distinctly added which was the, the the room that had the yellow wallpaper the yellow wallpaper was very disturbing to her it brought annoyance and then it turned into fascination, then madness, and at the end subversion. She did she she was very uh disturbed, no, and uh very uh fascinated with the patterns, the lines, the curves, even the color of the wallpaper. It was disturbing and at the same time interesting, which somehow drove her mad because she thought about it very often. Towards the end of the story, she is already at the peak of her agitation and disturbance. She masters the, the courage to directly go against what's, what disturbs her. Indirectly against what binds her, which is throughout so, uh, the story, it's evident that it was John who was binding her or who was ha- uh, const- uh putting restrictions to her. The destructive and violent act that she has done, which is what which was destroying the wallpaper, is a revolt. No. It's, it's a revolting act against the suffocation and the hunting images that have been bringing her discontent since the first time that she had ever took glance on it. The destruction of the wallpaper and the fall of her husband into unconsciousness depicts of herself and the attainment of her consciousness. It depicts the relationship that she had with John and the relationship that he has that she had with the wallpaper she wanted to break free from both of them which was very suffocating for her she was it it seemed that the wallpaper and john was always right there looking after her being an eye that observes her every time, but she it it was not beneficial for her. It was only causing her to to be in this state of more uh, disturbance and anger. Ayan. So that was how I I have. Uh, understood. Uh, Jane and uh, Jane's relationship with her husband and the uh, the rooms that she she the rooms that was that that was present in the story. So uh, Miss Mara and Miss Ruth. So if you were to analyze the the last scene, no? the the destruction of the wallpaper and uh, the fainting of John. Would you what would you think of Jane's uh, state? Did she do you think that Jane felt better or do you think that it was beneficial for Jane? So
4: Ian, Evan, thank you. Um, para sa akin, um. Yung ginawa ni Jail mismo is sa sa, sa, sa muling part ng story is freeing siya in a way na violently na-express diba, sa pagsira ng wallpaper. But it's an eye-opener mismo sa totoong kalagayan na kinakaharap niya mismo doon sa sitwasyon na yun. <clears throat> At but gumaganda rin siyang manifestation ng pagbabakita nung kung paano nasusuppress yung uh, sa kalagayan na yun. Kasi diba nga, considered siya as hysteria. Hindi eh, pa ka laganap yung knowledge about sa condition na yun. At nung na-open up yung nangyari na yun na ganyan pala yung na-experience, merong after you conceive a child, okay, you, you may experience postpartum depression. Uh, it is a uh, normal tone na nalaran nasa mga kababaihan noon, but still considered in no, uh, panahon na yan, early ni- 1890s, ano na uh, 1980s, uh, ba, somehow connected to sa gender nila na, na dahil. Ganito, ganito mer isip yung mga babae ganun. Naging ano ha dinto eh, naging usap-usapan din, 'di ba? Na eto yung way kung ba ito yung mangyayari kung if you let the woman right ganun, ba? So yung pagpapakita ni Charlotte ni Charlotte Gilman ng noong situation nito somehow significant char para sa <clears throat> Para mas mapalawi yung mga, mga problema ng mga kababaihan. At, at maganda dahil, diba nga, no, sa ano women's sa movement ang, ano, na noon, ng right to vote yung mga kababaihan. And that's what alamaman, share So yun.
6: Uh, thank you, Rose for that very wonderful insight. Uh, para sa akin naman, uh, nakita ko bilang, bilang isang liberating na uh, gawa o pagkilos. Kasi parang tinitignan ko siya bilang simbolismo ng pagwasak sa mga uh, relasyon na hindi na talagang nag nagpuput ng restrictions sa ta- sa tao, bi para sila ay maggrow no para umunlad bumute yung kalagayan kaya yung pagwasak ng wallpaper ay na, na- naging disturbance kay Jan kasi ni- nire-restrict niya si ano eh, si si Jane di ba Parang pinipigilan niya si Jane na gumawa ng anything exhausting. Pero sa katunayan, yung exhausting na bagay para kay Jane ay yung restriction na ipinapataw sa kanya. So para sa akin, yung action na ginawa ni Jane na pagwasak ng wallpaper ay tulad din ng pagwasak ng relasyon niya na uh, sa pagitan kay Jan, symbolically, sa pa- na ng pagwasak sa relasyong, nakakasakal no. Kaya ayon ang pinaka punto sa akin nung ano parang naging pinaka naging enlightening sa akin dun sa pangyayari na yun, na Dadating yung punto na talagang kapag nasasakal na yung isang tao ay merong merong attempt palagi nang Kasi Minsan. Ayun. Hindi natin alam kung hanggang saan yung kayang i-bear ng tao. Tsaka sa punto na yun, parang nakita ko yung consciousness ni Jane na nagtitiwala siya sa sarili niya na ito yung kaya kong gawin, ito yung dapat kong ginagawa. So ito na yung gagawin ko. Diba? Ito yung mahahabutin sa akin. Hindi ko hayaan na yung ibang tao yung magtatakda kung ano yung makakabuti para sa akin. Kahit na sabihi nating professional si Jan, pero sa katunayan ay hindi naman yun yung yung mga yung binabanggit ni Jan ng mga pamamaraan para mapabuti yung kalagayan ni Jen ay hindi naman nakakabuti ay eh, Jen. Bakit niya susundin 'yun, 'di ba? Marapat na sundin niya lang yung sa tingin niya nang talagang nakikita niya yung uh, kung ano man yung makikita nyang So ayun, yung pinaka punto sa na gusto kong itahiwatig ay um ah yung magkaroon tayo ng tiwala doon sa sarili natin tsaka yung 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 paglalapat sa praktis ng mga bagay yung paggawa mahalagang pamamaraan siya upang malaman kung ano yung makabubuti kasi kahit na sabihin nating doktor si John, pero ang alam niyang gawin ay batay doon sa kung uh, uh, kung batay sa mga libro at hindi naman batay sa uh, ano sa experience no. Uh, parang mayroon pa rin points para i-doubt yung uh, mga suggestions or advice na ibinibigay niya. So, 'yung sa tingin ko ay ayan na isa siyang point for, point of liberation para kay Jane. At, siguro, in the long run, kahit, uh, ayun yung sa tingin, kong, sa tingin ko, at sa tingin niya rin siguro na makakabuti sa kanina. Dahil, ano na siya eh, na siyang consciousness at courage para kumawala sa mga ganong relasyon na ah uh, humad lang sa kanya para mapabuti yung sarili niya ayun lang. so ayun uh, for you my fellow commentators what is the main takeaway for this story what is your main takeaway for this story what have you, what insights ideas or concepts are made clear to you miss mara
3: ayun ah uh, masasabi kong take away computers uh, from dun sa mga nasabi ni Ruth kanina na kung paano yung role ng women noon and yung uh, yun ang nangyari sa story. Uh, talagang makikita natin na, na uh, matagal yung ano, matagal yung pang-suppress sa mga kababaihan. And parang matagal din na parang hindi natin yung napapansin dahil nakatatak na sa isip natin na uh, may notion na ang babae ay ganito at ganito lamang kayang gawin ng babae ganito ang dapat gawin ng isang babae um siguro ang um, um, ang nakuha ko dun is yung yung power uh, na ayun katulad din dun sa last part na na ginawa na ginawa ni Dream na Pagkatapos ng lahat ng nangyari sa kanya sa sa pagpigil sa kanya ng gusto niyang gawin, um mayroon pa ring kapangyarihan ng kababaihan and mayroon pa rin itong way ng pag-show off. And ayun. Kailangan nating um uh, kailangan din yung yung empowerment din sa sarili natin and ako as as babae, siguro um, um I need to stand up and know uh, kung kung hanggang saan ako, kung hanggang kung gaano pa karami yung kaya kong gawin more than do sa idinidikta eh, lang sa akin dahil um masasabi natin na kahit sa panahon ngayon hindi pa ganun bukas yung mga tao kaya um it is best na alam mo yung worth mo alam mo yung kung saan ka kung saan ka tumatayo at kung gaano ka bilang babae sa lipunan ayun lang um do? or ikaw
6: naman balik ko sa iyo. Sa akin naman uh, pinaka take away ko yung naging kung ano na yung progress nung pagtrato sa state ng mental health ngayon no. Kasi kung iisipin natin uh, ito ay nasa context ng around 19th century at or eight ah uh, 20 19th or 19th century. So uh, hindi pa ka progressive yung pagtrato sa isang mental health issue na lagang ri- sobrang rigid nung pagtrato sa mga tao na mbaga madalas ay neglect o Di na downplay na, tulad na bangit ko kanina. Yung mga ganong kalagayan. Mahalaga yung mga ganitong conversations na inilapat ni uh, Gilman. Kasi uh, dito nagsisimula yung pag-usad ng usapin tungkol sa mga bagay na dapat na nag-uusapan. Tulad ng mental health. Na, na Ito ay isang seryosong bagay na kung hindi pangangalagaan o pag-uusapan ay eh, maaaring talagang makasira sa o makaharm ng isang tao. Tsaka, ng relationships niya sa paligid niya. Ayun yung sa tingin kong pinaka isa.
4: Okay. Okay, guys. That's it for today. So, thank you for listening and being with us.